give a talk about, um, well, the title of the talk is, uh, But We See Jesus, I guess our Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ. And um, I mean, I wasn't giving a, giving a topic to talk about, but this is a talk, I mean, I'd like, I think I'd like to hear, so hopefully uh, you'd like to hear it too. You'll get the uh, gist of where I'm going with it um, pretty soon. So in Genesis 37 verse 3, we've got a few scriptures. Now Israel loved Joseph more than, uh, now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was a son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colours. And when the brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream and he told it to his brethren and they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here I pray this dream which I have dreamed. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field and lo, my sheaf arose and stood upright. And behold, your sheaf stood around about and made obedience, obeisance to my sheaf, or they bowed. And his brethren said unto him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us? Or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And when he dreamed yet another dream, he told it to his brethren and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more, and behold, the sun and moon and the eleven stars made obeisance uh, to me. And he told it to his father and his brethren, and his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou dreamest? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come and bow down ourselves to thee to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed the same. And we know it's a well-known story of Joseph. Um, he's an interpreter of dreams, and he ends up being sold uh, into slavery into Egypt, where through some circumstances, um, being able to interpret dreams, he gets brought before Pharaoh, and um, before Pharaoh he interprets Pharaoh's dreams in Genesis 41. Um, and um, so Pharaoh dreams that there's these seven fat cows that um, are consumed by the seven lean cows, and then he dreams um, that the seven good ears um, are consumed with the seven withered and thin ears, and it troubles him and he, and he calls those to interpret, and it's found that Joseph can give the interpretation. And the interpretation we know is that there will be seven years of plenty in the land of Egypt and then it will be followed by seven years of famine. And that's in verse 29 and 30, the interpretation. So um, I'd like to just, if you can bear with me, Genesis 41, go in verse 40 and um, you'll see where I'm going. Uh, Thou shalt be... So this is Pharaoh saying to Joseph after he's interpreted the dream, Thou shalt be over my house, and according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, Joseph, see, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand and arrayed him in, in vestures of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. And he made him to ride in the second chariot which he had and they cried before him, Bow the knee, and he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without thee no man shall lift up his hand or his foot in all the land of Egypt. So well, you'll see right now where I'm going with this, but Philippines 2, you don't have to turn there. We'll just stay in Genesis because we'll read this story and I'll bounce you can turn that if you want, but we'll bounce to the New Testament. Philippians 2 verse 9, Wherefore God, has, wherefore God also hath highly exalted him 
and give him him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every name should bow, of things in heaven and in things of the earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So I'm going along this line. And Hebrews 2, and from Psalms 2.7, Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honour and didst set, did set him over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection unto his fate, just like how Pharaoh put everything under Joseph's feet. For in that thou put all in subjection under his feet, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. And this is the title of the talk. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the sufferings of death, crowned with glory and honour, that he by the grace of God should taste for death for every man. For it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. So, but we see Jesus. So, if we look at this story of Joseph, we see Jesus or Joseph here, the type of Christ. You can see Pharaoh as God, Egypt as the world, and the Egyptians as the Gentiles, and um, and the Israelites as his um, as the as the sons. So, if you go back to Genesis 41, and there were these seven plenteous years, and the earth brought forth handfuls. And he gathered up all the food of the seven years which were in the land of Egypt, and he laid up food in the cities, the food in the fields, which was round about every city, laid he up the same. And Joseph gathered corn and sand of the sea very much until he left numbering, for it was without number. And the seven years of plenteous were in all the land of Egypt were ended. And the seven years of dearth or famine began to come, according as Joseph had said, and the dearth was in the, all the lands, but in the land of Egypt there was bread. And when all the land of Egypt was famished, so if we think of this, I think of in Amos um, 8, 11, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor of thirst for water, but for the hearing of the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from north even to east. They shall run to and fro and seek the word of God, that they shall not find it. So Israel had refused to hear the warnings of the prophets, and as a result, God would stop speaking to his people until, as we know, until John the Baptist arrives in Mark 1. And as it was written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare the way before thee. Verse 3, Thou voice, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. So if you go back in, back in Genesis 41, 55, so the people had, and when all the land of Egypt was famished, there's people, they're crying out, there's no, um, there's no words of the Lord. The people cried to Pharaoh, we know is now God, if you use that. And Pharaoh said unto the Egyptians, us Gentiles, go unto Joseph, what he said unto you, do. In John 2, um, Christ's first miracle where he shows himself, um, in the well, wedding at Canaan on the third day, so John 2, 1, in, on the third day there was a marriage of Canaan of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, his mother's, uh, the mother of Jesus said unto them, they have no wine. And Jesus said, woman, what have I to do thee? Mine hour is not yet come. But his mother said unto him, whatsoever he saith unto you, you do it. 
obviously important words. Um, this was the beginning of universal, and this was the beginning of his of miracles to Jesus of Canaan and Galilee, and manifested forth his glory, and his disciples believed on him. If you go back to verse 56 in Genesis 41, and the famine was over all the face of the earth. Joseph opened all the storehouses and sold unto the Egyptians, and the famine waxed sore in the land of Egypt. In Revelations 3.18 we're told, I counsel thee to... So Joseph opened the storehouse and sold to the Egyptians. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of the nakedness not, do not appear, and anoint thine eye with eyesalve, that thou mayest see which is what we are striving to do. And all countries came into Egypt to Joseph for to buy corn because the famine was so sore in all their lands. John 6, 27. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life. This is in verse 27, sorry. Which the Son of Man shall give unto thee, you. For him hath God the Father sealed. Then saith unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto him, This is the work of God, that you believe on him who has sent me. They said therefore unto him, What sign showest thou then that, that ye, we may see and believe thee and doest thou work? Our fathers did eat manna in the desert, and he gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus said unto him, Very rarely I say unto you, Moses gave you not the bread from heaven, but my father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of heaven is he that cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then saith they unto the Lord, Evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto him, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I say unto you that ye also have seen me and believe not. Um, they say, and that the Father giveth me all that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the will of the Father that has sent me, that all which he hath given me I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again on the last, at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one that seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Go back to Genesis 42. Now, this is where I think it gets really interesting. Um, in verse 1, Now when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said unto his sons, Why do you look one upon another? So this is to his sons, like Israel. And he said, Behold, I have heard that there is corn in Egypt. Get ye down hither and buy of us from thence, that ye, we may live and not die. And Joseph's ten brethren went down to, the corn, to buy corn in Egypt. But Benjamin, brother, no, he wasn't sent. Uh, verse 5, And the sons of Israel came to buy corn among those that came, for the famine was in the land of Canaan. And Joseph was the governor over the land, and it was, and it was he that sold all the people of the land. And Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. And Joseph, well, that's the fulfillment of that dream. And Joseph saw that his brethren, and Joseph saw his brethren, and he knew them. That's important. But himself, he but made himself a stranger unto them, and spake roughly unto them, and laid unto them. And he said unto them, 
Whence come ye? And they said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. And Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew him not. So, I mean, who does that sound like at the first coming of Christ? So John 19, if we carry on there in 21. Then saith the chief priest of the Jews to Pilate, Write not the king of the Jews, but that he said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, I have written what I have written. That's I'm sorry, John 6, 41, the, the, and then this is carrying on from the bread of life. The Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which come down from heaven. And they said, Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, who father and mother we know? How is it that then, how is it then that he saith, I come down from heaven? So this is the Jews not recognizing Christ and seeing him as the carpenter's son. We'll pick it up in, in 48. I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven, that a man may eat thereof and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If any man eat of the bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. The Jews therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? And Jesus said unto them, Very, very, unto you, except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whosoever eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. And the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so that so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. And it was the bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth of this bread shall live forever. 42, if we go back to Genesis 42:21, And they said unto them, We are very guilty concerning our brother. This is when they don't know him. And anguish of the soul when we besought us. And we would not hear, therefore, is the distress come upon us. And Reuben answered, saying, Spake not unto you, saying, Do not sin against the child you would not hear, therefore behold, also is his blood required. I'm sorry, I shouldn't, I'll skip to this. In verse 24, and he turned himself about from them, so he went away and wept and returned to them again. So you can see like the pain of him not being able to reveal himself or them not accepting that he, who he was, Joseph, that he's his brother. And Joseph commanded to fill their sacks with corn and to restore every man money into his sack and then to give him provision for the way. And this did he unto them. So this is after his first coming. Romans 11, I say in verse 1, I say unto them, Hath God cast away his people? God forbid. For I am an Israel of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God hath not cast away his people, which he foreknew. What ye, I'll skip to verse 3 for time. Lord, they have killed the prophets and dig down thy altars, and, all, and I was left alone, and they seek my life. But what shall the answer of God unto them? I have reserved to myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to the image of Baal. Verse 8, according as written, God has, um, has written, God hath given them the spirit of slumber. This is Israel. Eyes that, have, eyes that they should not see and ears that they should not hear unto this day. And David said, let their table be made a snare and a trap and a stumbling block and a recompense unto them. Let their eyes be darkened that they may not see, 
and bowed down their back always. And the famine continued in the land in Genesis 43, and it came to pass, so this is after the first, they'd first visited Joseph, it came to pass that when they'd eaten up the corn, this is in chapter 43.2, that they had bought in Egypt, their father said unto them, go again and buy a little food. And we know the second time in 45 that Joseph's revealed. Then Joseph could not refrain himself before all them and stood by him. And he cried, causing every man to go out from me and out from him. And there stood no man with him, while Joseph made himself known unto his brethren. So Christ will be revealed at his second coming to Israel. And Joseph said unto the, unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray unto you. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph thy brother, that you sold into slavery. This is the key point. Now therefore be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that you sold me hither, for God didn't send me before you to preserve life. In Romans 11, 11, I say then, have they stumbled that they should fall? God forbid. But rather that their fall, salvation has come unto the Gentiles, unto us. In 15, for if the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world, what shall the receiving of them be but life from, but life from the dead? For if the first fruit is holy, the lump is only holy, and if the root be holy, so are the branches. And if, in 17, and if some of the branches be broken off, and thou being a wild olive, so that's us, were grafted in among them, and with them partakers of the root and the fatness of the olive tree, boast not against the branches of the Israelites, but if thou boastest, thou hearest not the root, but the root, but the root, thee. That will, uh, will say then, the branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. Well, because of unbelief they were broken off, and thou standest by faith, be not high-minded, but fear. And then it talks in 23 about they're able to be grafted back in. They should be grafted in, for God is able to graft them in again. Go back in 25. I'll just for I would not, brethren, that thou should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own concept, conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of Gentiles be come in. So it's a, if I mean if they hadn't been blind, there would be no fullness of the Gentiles. Is the story, and that's how the story in Joseph. This is, I like this bit a lot. In Genesis 45, 16, And the fame thereof was heard in Pharaoh's house, saying, Joseph's brethren are come in, and it pleased Pharaoh well and his servants. This is after his second coming. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, Say unto the brethren, This do ye, laid your beasts, and go get ye up unto the land of Canaan, and take your father and your households, and come unto me, and I'll give you the good of the land of Egypt, and ye shall eat of the fat of the land. And they told him all these words of Joseph, which he had said unto them, in 27, sorry, this is them telling Jacob. And when he saw the wagons which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit of Jacob, their father, was revived. In Romans 11:26, And so all Israel shall be saved, it is written, There shall come out of Zion the deliverer, thou shalt turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant unto them, that I will take away their sins, as concerning the gospel... They are enemies for your sake, but as for touching the election, they are beloved to the Father's sake. I like from the Amplified, it made more sense to me. For, 
from the standpoint of the gospel, the Jews at present are enemies of God for your sake, which is your, for your benefit, as we know. But from the standpoint of God's choice of the Jews as his people, they are still loved by him for the sake of the fathers. Genesis 45, in 28, And Israel said, It is enough. Joseph, my son, is alive. I will go and see him before I die. In 46, 30, And Israel said unto Joseph, Now let me die, since I have seen thy face, because thou art alive. So in Luke 2, this is what reminds me of Luke 2, in 25, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and the same man was just and devout, waiting for a cons- the consolation of Israel, the comfort of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. In 29, Lord, now lest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word, for thine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of the people of Israel. People of Israel. So the consolation of Israel is this Greek word, palaxkin or palaktos, and it means one who will plead another's cause before a judge, a pleader, a counsel for defence, legal assistant, an advocate, one who pleads another's cause with one, an intercessor. And we know that's the same word that is used to describe the Spirit in John 14, 16. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, is why it's important you see him. Neither receive him, neither knoweth him, but we know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless, I will come unto you. In verse 19, Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but ye see me. So we have seen Christ. Because I live, ye shall also live. And we know that in, it's a, like no man can say that Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Spirit. So it's not by any other means that we can see or know the Lord. 